So I'm talking to uh, broadcaster and journalist Robin Denzelow about the Palm World Voices series. Um, there is one featuring Baba Mal, there's another one um, about Indian culture called Vedic Path, and then there's this one called Africa. So Robin, maybe you could tell us a bit about what you did on this particular project and what it entails. Well, the project consists of a CD, a DVD, a 4,000-word uh, booklet or mini-book, really, which, which I wrote, and a very fine map um, provided by with help from National Geographic. So it's, it's sort of partly something to read, it's partly a book, it's partly a DVD, a CD, something to listen to, something to watch, something you could go in a bookshop, something you could go in a record shop... Uh, it's a, a, a mixture of um, a multicultural excitement, really. Um, and obviously an area like Africa is just totally, totally vast when it comes to the music. And the aim here was to show some of the extent of African music, I mean, which is, you know, varies enormously from the whole West African styles uh, and the traditional instruments like the kora and the ngoni through to the dance music of the Congo and the... Um, the dance again, the, the great choral styles of in South Africa, the jazz influences there, and so what we try to do is to show a bit of all of that, a bit of the whole continent, which is reflected both in the, in the book certainly, and uh, also in the CD and the the DVD, which in which the uh, the artists are the songs are illustrated not by a documentary style here, but by mood pictures that tie in with the songs that may be taken not necessarily from their own countries, but from general bits of Africa from, from all over the place, really. Yeah, because looking through here, we've got um, footage shot in um, Kenya, Uganda, Ethiopia, South Africa, Senegal. Um, a bit I shot in Dakar, of, uh, yeah, all, all sorts of things. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and a range of musicians, um, some of whom are amongst the, the best known um, and popular off the continent. The, the CD that accompanies the DVD, we have um, artists from throughout the African continent, um, including... Um, Cesare Evera from Kepford. Um, Ubu Sangare Fassi, from Mali, we've got. And uh, Brenda Fassi. Um, South Africa. South Africa. Sheikh Lowe from Senegal. Senegal. So um, plenty for everybody and a fairly good representation of the music of the continent. Very much so. All right, so let's talk a bit about some of the artists featured here. Um, King Sonny Day tends to not get mentioned as much as maybe he, he could or should, because any time anybody talks about um, Nigerian music, they tend to talk about Fela, and King Sonny is left to one side. But he's a very, very important artist, is he not? Absolutely, and in many ways he was the first African artist to be promoted in a big way in Britain. By uh, Island Records. By Island Records, indeed, back in the, uh, back in the 80s. Um, at a time when African music, amazingly, was almost unknown in Britain. Um, and then along came King Sonny with his big band from Nigeria and uh, strange country influences mixed in with the, the so-called juju music, the, the local rhythms. It is and extraordinary, isn't it? You, you find Hawaiian steel guitar, in obviously in... Um in country music, and then you find it in Nigeria. In, in Nigeria as well. I don't know how that happened. He liked it, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> and why not? It's No, it's a wonderful example of people hearing things and uh, you know, music leaping across the world and ending up somewhere else. And sure. uh, All those purists who think that music should come from a country and it should be you know, traditional and just come from that place have got it completely wrong. I mean, music leaps all over the place as well, you know, and uh, just as African music has gone across to... Cuba and to Brazil and, of course, the States um, in the same way. Bits of other music and bits of white music have come back into Africa and uh, that's very much reflected on many of the artists uh, here. Mm. Who, part of that, you know, 
great African artist, but you know, very open to other experiences as well. Because his music is known as uh, Juju. He's he's one of the the giants of Juju. He never really got into the Afrobeat styles, particularly other than in their length. They they, they all they all played a long time, and long, they also long time. <coughs> they had very large bands as well, which was one reason perhaps why they never quite took off the way they could have done because it was very, very, very expensive to bring King Sonny and his massed musicians of 17, 18 or so of them uh, across to Britain at a time when they weren't really known. So with a small band like uh, you know, the, the Bundu Boys and the guitar bands that, that did take off in a big way um, later in the decade, um, they were cheaper to run, so... Uh, that's perhaps why they took off, but King Sonny was still a very fine artist. He was. And still is. Still, still is, going. Still, is. still going very and fine I, indeed. And I did actually see him at one of those probably island-promoted shows in the early 80s at somewhere like the Hammersmith Odeon, which was one of the most extraordinary things I'd ever seen. But, um, yeah, it's good to see him included in this particular compilation. <laughs> Uri 
Salif Keita. Salif Keita, indeed, one of the, another of the great 
African musicians, in fact, probably arguably the finest uh, singer on the continent, who started out life, of course, having a very, very hard time because he wasn't a griot, a traditional singer. He came from a royal family. He was also an albino, which is another you know, t- tough thing to be. So he ended off up uh, living in markets and trying to sing around the place wherever he could and gradually built up his career from there, playing in the rail band and then uh, moving away from uh, Mali and coming to Paris, uh, where, of course, he recorded his great album Sorrow and uh, S-O-R-O and becoming uh, one of the great figures of who mixed African styles with synthesizers, electronics and so forth and has since then moved back to Mali and back to more traditional styles, now living home in Mali and still with one of the great, great voices of the continent. And uh, he's provided what I suppose could be the theme tune for this whole compilation because it's a tune called Africa. Paris où la panache a un visage 
Cesare Evera. Cesare Evera, another multicultural mix and a very, very fine artist. She comes from the Cape Verde Islands, which were colonised by the Portuguese. And the Portuguese national music is Fado, which many would argue originally came from Africa, from Angola, and then went across to Brazil, and then bounced from Brazil back to Portugal, and then came from Portugal back to Africa again. So, yeah. It's a European-African mix in, in her style. But, but in their version, they call Mona. Mona. Mona, that's right. But it was very strong links with, oh, yeah, uh, with yeah. Fado, and she used to yeah. listen to uh, Emilia Rodriguez and the great Fado singers like that when she was growing up. And uh, the barefoot diva, as she's known, uh, because she doesn't wear any shoes, amazingly enough, has become one of the great, great uh, best-selling artists from the continent. Yeah, and, and a very kind of late-flowering career. I mean, the Miss Perfumado album must have come out when she was already she in her late what? 40s or absolutely, 50s or something. Absolutely, yes. And all of a sudden... Now she's, uh, I don't know, 60s? I, I would be impolite 70s, to, to, to ponder too too much. But, but she's uh, spent years and years playing in the rough bars back home and uh, singing sad songs about broken hearts and yeah. lost love and people moving abroad because the Cape Verde Islands are... One of their great exports, alas, is people, because everyone leaves there and goes off to uh, Portugal and then to other parts of the world. And uh, there's a great sadness in the songs. It's, it's like the blues. Yeah. It's a, And then when you go and see her on stage, she may as well be in a bar because she, just, she doesn't really respond to the audience at all. She sits down, when the rest of the band solo, and she'll sit down at the table with a little lamp and, and have a, have a fact. <laughs> that's right, that's right. It's quite Even if she's playing somewhere really grand. <laughs> but... Um, we have on, on the uh, compilation Carnaval de Sao Vicente, which is um, one of her more recent songs, but one of her more popular songs. And some Sao Vicente, where she comes from, I believe. I think so. Alegria nascer sabura Nunca pude fazer ideia Se na carnaval era amassado Já me conchia São Vicente Nasce alegria nascer sabura Nunca pude fazer ideia Se na carnaval era amassado São Vicente é um brasileiro Cheio de alegria, cheio de 
on this compilation we've got a track from Sheikh Lowe in fact Sheikh Dijel Lowe as he's being called now um, one of um, Nick Gold's more recent discoveries from uh, from the African continent from Senegal in this instance maybe you could tell us a bit about Sheikh Lowe he's another very very fine singer from Senegal uh, he's been a protege of uh, Yusundur to a certain extent he's experimented with a whole variety of styles. In his last album, he's been to Brazil, uh, exploring the links between African music and Brazilian music and working with Brazilian drummers. Uh, he's been touring Britain um, with Tumani Diabati, the great uh, chora player from uh, across the border in Mali. He's been on the edge of making it for some time. I think he's one of the great, great African singers. He hasn't quite done it yet, but uh, I hope he will. Yeah, on the album we have his version of uh, what he calls Mbedemi, but um, close listeners will know it's a very old Cuban tune.
Baby, 